I knew it. <laughs> Hello, Cheesehead. Hello, Cheesehead. <laughs> For those of you just coming in, who's everybody? Because we just started recording. <laughs> we have been practicing our dolphin impressions. <laughs> yes, and I was just saying how yours was like uncanny. It's perfect. It sounds like this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? Is there a dolphin on this call? <sighs> A dolphin on land? (laughs) (laughs) I really, though, I always think about dolphin noises and how some people can make them. And I'm just like, where in your body does that come from? (laughs) Isn't it weird how some people have like the craziest, like random talents like that? You know, it blows my mind all the time, every time voice actors who literally can change their voice to sound like not matching their body at all yes it's so impressive it makes me feel so weirded out (laughs) like I love it and I'm very impressed I'm just like how do you do that like the whole cast of Bob's Burgers basically (laughs) yes or um the girl the lady who plays Bart Simpson she yes yes. like what the heck it's so weird to me yeah you would never guess like no if you had to pick who voiced those characters I would never put those faces with them yes and then those videos where it shows like a mashup like the cartoon next to the person talking my mind doesn't register that that person's talking I register that the cartoon is talking and they're like lip syncing over it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, totally. Like, I just so don't impressive. get it. I wish I could do it. That would be like, the I feel like that's the coolest job. I know. Okay, who would you want to voice if you could voice anybody, period? Oh, that's really tough. Um, well, my favorite cartoon character period probably is Winnie the Pooh so I would like love to be in like a Winnie the Pooh series hi piglet <laughs> Winnie the Pooh is I don't know that if you I would be Winnie the Pooh maybe I'd be like uh Sharon the rabbit next door oh who's Sharon <laughs> oh I don't know I made her up <laughs> Sharon <laughs> Sharon the rabbit who lives next door. (laughs) Perfect. And Tigger and Eeyore too. (laughs) She is beautiful. You can't even tell. Seamless. Listen, (laughs) what did you say that one time? Give us five minutes. (laughs) We'll make it it real. (laughs) Amen. Amen. Oh, I have to tell you. So for Manifest That, Tressa, one of the lovely badass women who won that um reading. So she's the coordinator for Hotel Havana. So, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I had a business meeting with her recently. Well, I don't really want to call it a business reading because she's my friend. So we hung out. But anyways, she was like, can I just tell you how excited I was to meet? And then she had to stop herself from saying cheesehead. And saying Jordan, I was like, "Girl, <laughs> just that's <say> hilarious." <laughs> I wouldn't even bat an eye. I'd be like, mm-hmm, "Yeah, that's me." When I try to search your name, like on Instagram or TikTok or Spotify, I always first start ch- typing out Cheesehead, and then I have to, <laughs> then like nothing shows up, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" And I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> that's not her name." <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> So, cheeseheads are here to stay. Um, it was so fun, else? though. I really loved Manifest That. That was a really fun time. Do you have a date available for this month to do it again? I definitely want to do it again this month. Are you thinking about a Saturday or a Sunday? I'm thinking about whatever's convenient for you. Because I feel like you're the one who has, like, a busier schedule. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Um, Let's decide for sure at the end of our podcast today that way you can post it in the details of this podcast and share it on the gram and we can start spreading the word yes and if anybody has any connections at victoria swan inn 
or with um, the Curious Twins Paranormal group, let me know because Paranormal Fest is this Saturday and I tried to get in. Well, first of all, I thought it was in October. So I actually messaged them in December trying to see like how to get on the vendor list and they never replied. And then I thought it was in October. So I checked back this week and was like, hey, only to find out it's a Saturday and they're already full. Ugh. That feels so early. Do they only have one? Yeah. I really want to go, though. Adrian and I think that somebody is going to maybe drop out and then I can take That's literally what I was just thinking. I was like, maybe somebody will not be able to actually do it and they'll have to pull out and you can have their spot. That's how I feel. I'm going to message them again on Wednesday and be like, hey... I just wanted to double check that there's no open spots. I don't take a lot of room. And just tell them like, hey, just so you know, like I would love to be considered even as late as like and give them a hard deadline, like as late as this time on this date, I can make arrangements to be there and do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. I love that extra step because I did message them on what I applied through their website And then I followed up with a message the next day, and I was like, after they told me that it was flu, I was like, well, is there a list that I can be put on, like a wait list if somebody cancels? Because I want it. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, that's such a cool event. They always do such a good job with it. Yeah, and last year, that's where I feel like I met a lot of like my core local friends slash clients. Yeah. So... Yeah. What are you up to? I'm honestly just chilling. We had a super busy week, even though it was only technically a four-day week, but it's been super busy, and I've got a super busy week coming up, so I'm really just trying to survive, like, September, and then I feel like things will be a little bit less chaotic until about December. I can't believe it was only a four-day week. I know. It definitely didn't feel like it. And I had, uh, I was out on Tuesday. So for me, it was only a three day week and it still is like exhausting. I got to yesterday and we had a concert for our community band at this really cool arts festival called September Fest. And then afterwards we went to go eat dinner and I had a couple of drinks and I went to sleep at like seven o'clock. I woke up again (gasps) at like 11 and then slept until like seven in the morning. Holy shit. That's amazing. Your body needed that girl. I was so exhausted. I don't know what it, I, maybe it's mind. mercury retrograde. I don't know, but I have been wiped. Me too. My fatigue started on like, probably not as early as yours, but I feel like I'm not having to deal with as much stress as you are. But even starting Friday, I was like, I don't have the energy to, no, not Friday, Thursday. Cause I slept, I took naps all day Thursday. I was so tired. I don't know what it is. I think it is a combination of Mercury and retrograde because we have the full moon that just happened yesterday too. So it's like a lot of releasing, a lot of big energy stuff. And also because so many of us who are like tracking these energetic fields have been putting in so much work, especially shadow work. I feel like with this energy, we're even more tired. Yeah, you know, that makes sense because when you look at it, like on the surface, it's almost hard to explain, like, why am I so exhausted? But yeah, when you think about it in that mind frame, it's like, well, yeah, because you're constantly working. And when you're in that state, even when you're resting until you're able to really kind of turn your brain off, like, you're still working. Man, I have been having the strangest dreams, too. Have your dreams been weird? yes I and you know for a while there I wasn't remembering my dreams when I'd wake up it was like I have no idea what I dreamt about but recently I've been like that was wild and remembering them like well after I wake up really Mm -hmm. okay I want to talk about this don't forget about your dreams um welcome to T and Tara the podcast we are just now introducing ourselves (laughs) 
as we do what is it like five minutes in it's fine you know where you are you know where you are and if you don't (laughs) welcome to a pleasant surprise (laughs) we hope you feel right at home because this is how it is yeah um but for those of you who are new my name is kate the brave and i'm jordan and we're your hostesses and yeah we're gonna take oh oh okay 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 so we're your hostess, we're psychics, but we're people, and mostly we're just here to just like talk about life and the things that we're learning <clears throat> and kind of integrate it into spiritualism or whatever psychic stuff comes up. We talk about tarot, we make sure that this is a safe community for everybody involved. We want everybody to pull up a chair who needs to pull up a chair. So while you do that, I'm going to go brew some tea and we're going to get started. Today's podcast, we are brewing pink moon tea in honor of the full moon in Pisces. This tea carries hibiscus, lavender, mugwort, rose hips, and rosebud. What I really like about this tea is it opens up our dream state. Funny, we were just talking about that. Opens up our dream state to receive clear and concise messages with where we need to go. The full moon tends to add an illusion to things. So if you are combining your pink moon with your full moon rituals, you're sure to get some clarity with some of these illusions that we've been feeling. And it's a very light, subtle note. So we're going to get that going. Okay, so tell me about your dreams. So my dreams have been kind of going back to how I used to dream. When I was, especially, I remember vividly in college having really realistic dreams, like so much so that sometimes when I would wake up, I couldn't differentiate between my dreams and what was happening in real life. So they kind of seem to be on that trend. They're very much involving like key people in my life, like it's wow. not just like passerbyers. Like I've dreamt about my Mimi last night, which I haven't dreamt about her in like a really long time. So I feel like the people in my dreams are super significant right now. Do you know what it means? Have you pulled about it? I haven't. I haven't because like, I don't know. It just feels like it's just picked up like in the last week yeah well it's not gonna slow down i just got the world card Ooh. Hmm. i don't know i'm really feeling like a thinning of the veil you know we're coming into that time anyway where like yes activity tends to pick up i know i really need to cleanse my space like if you're feeling (laughs) A little bit like crowded in your home. It's a really good time to just set some good intention and cleanse your space. I know I need to do that just because, especially when you're starting to like get really busy and your life is chaotic, like that stuff tends to take a back burner because you're just trying to keep your head above water. Yeah. But if you can take like, for me, it usually takes me about like 10 or 15 minutes. I like to open both the front and the back door when I cleanse because I read one time somewhere that like if you're cleansing with all your doors and windows shut like there's no space for that energy to exit so it's important so I've been like cleansing with my front and back door open I'll light I've been using um cedar a little cedar bundle and then I just go around each room clockwise and say my prayers and set my intentions and that usually takes me about 10 minutes tops and it's so helpful so I think I really need to do that like ASAP that's what I do too except I have to okay so I'm the kind of person where it's like if I'm gonna cleanse I have to make sure the whole house is cleaned and picked up but like you don't have to do that even though it feels good to do that I think it's okay to recognize, like, what you have space for energetically, and if you don't have space to, like, clean your house like that, then that's okay. Just do the smoke cleanse, and then just pick up whatever you can, I would say. Yeah, absolutely. Whatever makes you feel comfortable. I feel like some people really thrive in that organized chaos. Like, it may look like a lot, but they're like, I know where everything is, and everything's great. 
Whereas like I get overstimulated. So if there's a lot of stuff sitting around, my brain starts to like go all over the place. I think of course that's related to my ADHD as well. Yeah. So for me, it helps just like you said, to have a nice clean space that's open because then I'm not getting distracted. Um. I've been having weird dreams too, but they're not so much about people as they are events. Well, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 So I, for a while, was not remembering my dreams recently. And it's weird because I would be like so lucid during the dream. And then I would just wake up and be like, okay, what happened? And a couple of times I had dreams like that where I can't remember like the exact premise, but there are specific points where like in one dream I was talking to this guy and I looked up and he was wearing a black shirt and it had like angel numbers like 4444 like printed on his shirt. And I was like, okay. And then I had another dream where I was reading like, I don't know it was I don't know what I was reading but again like angel numbers 108 blah 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 yeah yeah interesting yeah it was interesting and then other than that the theme in my dreams right now have been escaping <laughs> escaping people and like trying to help other people escape too interesting have you done any hard work on that no you know what I think is going to be really enlightening for you is to do some automatic painting with the intention of dream interpretation. I've really been avoiding automatic painting. <laughs> that's like literally what popped into my head. Maybe that's uh, why. I have been avoiding it because nothing's coming out the way that I want it to. <laughs> I guess that's the point mm, of automatic painting. <laughs> yeah, nothing's turning out the way I want it to. Like, I'll keep seeing, um, like, an image, right? Like, right now, as you're talking about automatic painting, I'm seeing, like, almost a Grim Reaper style, like a cloaked figure, very um, grays, blacks, like, smeary, you know? But then behind it, I see like, like, like a wormhole, like colors behind it, you know? Interesting. Yeah, but I can't ever paint that shit. I can just paint the background of it. Maybe, I don't know. There's definitely something in your dreams that's needing to be put down on paper. And I think that painting is the best way to do it rather than like writing or journaling yeah and I think you need to do it with the intention of like not seeing anything in particular but just kind of like going for it and building on it as it goes okay because I think right now you're trying to match the puzzle to the picture instead of just build your own picture okay I hear you what colors do you think I'll use I definitely see like blues reds purples and pinks and it's like smeared together that's what i always see when i um sometimes when i close my eyes like those are the colors i see and it's like mixed with like this really light like really vibrant almost glowing white that gives them like a like a like they're lit up kind of effect okay I'm all, am I capable of doing that? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Speaking of angel numbers, that's what we are going to talk about this time. I'm so excited. Do you have any angel numbers that you see the most frequently? I know we talked about uh, on our manifest episode, solfeggios and numbers. And I remember you mentioning 432. Are there yeah, any that's other... definitely my numbers. I mean, I I will see other numbers occasionally, like um three 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 is one I see pretty frequently. Like, like the world of threes comes into play a lot, but four three two is like 
where I'm at almost all the time. Did we, what did we say that meant? I'm like looking it up right now. The force me too. You know, honestly, for as many times as I've looked it up, because I've looked it up a lot, the meaning never stays in my brain. I constantly have to look it up again. <laughs> Your guys just laughed. <laughs> They're like, girl, we know. You can't remember. We literally show you all the time. They're like giving me the answer. And I'm like, wait, how do I solve the problem again? They're like, who cares how you solve the problem? Here's the oh answer right now. God. Look into the answer. They want me to work in reverse. Like, here's the solution. Now figure out how you can apply it to your problems. And instead, I'm like, I'm looking at my problems. What am I going to do for the solution? And they're like, oh, my God. That's how it is, though. That's how it comes up for my clients. That's how it, that, that, I can't even talk. That's how it comes up for me. It's like, this is your end result. Now, what actions do you do that lines up for that? And you're like, no, bitch, you tell me. What actions do exactly. I do to get there? <laughs> That's like the hardest part. That's like, I feel like the biggest <laughs> misconception about like being connected with your spiritual self is like, oh, all your problems will be solved. You have all the answers. But it's like, just because you have an ideal answer doesn't mean you know how to achieve it. Well, and that's yeah. where the work comes in. Yes. And also, you're still dealing with other people. So even when you make these astounding choices, like you're still having to deal with the consequences of how it affects people around you. And sometimes that shit is tough. That is such a good point that people often don't think about, like, just also because you're like up here in your spiritual journey doesn't mean that there aren't people in your life who are in a completely different place. Mm -hmm. And you know, other people's choices can affect how you feel. They can affect how you react. And that can often, like, change the situation. Sometimes you don't have control over other people. So yes. that's a big part of it, too. Yeah, life is hard and complicated. But it's fine. Okay. <laughs> 432. Positive omen for love. Angel number 432 is generally a positive omen for love. People with this number are devoted, loving, kind, and reliable, but they are never dull and boring. Absolutely about you. They love to show their love to people they care for, but they always keep their reason and do not let others manipulate their feelings. Ugh, go away, Matt. So, yeah. Interesting. I really like that. I feel like it does apply to me deeply, and I also feel like I see it a lot when it's like maybe my guy's trying to be like it is part of your nature to give and to like love but you're doing it at the expense of yourself. Yeah, I actually just pulled up another one that says when the angel number 432 keeps appearing in your life, the angels want you to realize all forms of negative energy. They want you to realize progress in your life. This can happen only when you let go of negative emotions, anger, jealousy, and insecurity. But I think for you, it's letting go of those emotions from other people. You know what I mean? I think a lot of my work has definitely been, especially recently, on boundaries and standing up for myself and enforcing those boundaries yeah. and not beating myself up for having boundaries yes yeah man boundaries are so hard and they're okay, so hard they're so hard okay okay yesterday last night i went live for the full moon and then when it ended i feel like it ended like so chaotically and so abruptly like okay i gotta go but here's what happened behind the scenes that nobody saw <laughs> before we got started I specifically set a boundary with my guides and I was like when this light goes off I'm going inside and I'm done because I have a problem like setting boundaries in that because I want to get to everybody on the list I want to help everybody out that I possibly can and I'll stay until I'm just like depleted of energy so that was already like preset and then I ended up, oh, a lady was on the live, and then she asked about things that were happening within her inheritance, and her asked for her mom and dad to step through, and her mom stepped through, but it was like, 
chaotic like whatever's going on with that inheritance the person that we were talking I mean we were live so it's not like nobody heard it but like I still want to respect her privacy the person that we were talking about is like manipulating the whole situation it's like kind of it's ugly so when I called her through and I like gave the message and I was like I don't know like there's something about this person I can't really see what it is well next thing I know my cards are like falling all over the place like the light goes out everything's just like kind of falling apart I turn to the side and there I see this like big black shadow it wasn't by me but it like flew by the house like fly by and I was like okay well, I'm done <laughs> I gotta go in yeah that's a that's a lot of signs <laughs> right in a row to be like this is not this is not it yeah so like if you are like us and you have trouble setting your boundaries I think that it's perfectly acceptable and helpful for you to say to your guides like please help me set these boundaries because my guys were like nope we're shutting this down we're done here oh and my phone froze and the picture got caught like stuck on um like I tried to turn my picture my camera around it froze the screen just went and locked itself I had to reopen the app like I don't know it was just crazy so sometimes setting your boundaries like you need to do it and just go the end and sometimes it's like you have to remind yourself like when stuff is getting like chaotic like that and in the moment you're like why is this happening to be like oh yeah you know these are boundaries that I've set so it's just those boundaries being put into action and also to keep in mind that like if you're somebody who struggles with setting boundaries like just in a normal situation um, that also means that spiritually you also are going to have some deficits in setting boundaries so like if you feel like oh my gosh I keep experiencing this really scary stuff I don't like it or you know I have feel this presence around me that I don't appreciate I don't want here like it's probably like a lack of of strong boundaries being set for yourself spiritually as well so it's all around 360 kind of thing and once it starts to improve in one facet in your life it can also help those other facets too yeah and when you're tired and not taken care of and not hydrated it's like even harder to set those boundaries so one of the very first steps that you can take is just take care of yourself period yeah you can think about it like you wouldn't want like like how tall are you I'm five foot four I'm actually five. so it would like (laughs) not be fair if like you know Shaquille O'Neal or someone from the NBA was like ready to play one-on-one even if you were like ready to go there's obviously an advantage to somebody yes. who's towering over you and a professional athlete so when you're depleted it's like putting out your weaker self in order to protect against these like big huge things so uh, it's just all about getting yourself in your strongest tallest biggest fullest version so that when those people do come up and try to break your boundaries because they will you're able to defend those boundaries better oh my god okay yes (laughs) I hear you (laughs) it's so annoying because everything is linked together so you think like "Ugh, I'm super tired of doing this thing it's mm-hmm. too much work and I just want to not worry about it. I don't want to drink a bunch of water. I'd rather drink, you know, Red Bulls and Dr. Pepper all day. Uh, but then when you start to have a deficiency there, it's going to start to affect you in other places too. Yeah, yeah. You're just continuing a cycle. But just so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes, dude, oh, sometimes taking care of yourself really can feel like a task in itself. And when you already have so many tasks piled upon your plate, it's like, oh, a shower? Really? I have to do one more thing? Like, uh. And when you're somebody who is a giver and somebody who likes to, like, help and give to other people, when you have to give up something on your priority list, you're always choosing 
what affects you and not others you know when it comes down to okay I've got to do the laundry and I've got to do this and I've got to do that and I've also got to make sure that I do my like wash my face and do my skincare before bed like that's the one that you take off the list because you're like who does that affect except for just yourself yeah you're so right but you have to stop thinking of yourself as like oh well I can suffer my own consequences you have to advocate for yourself just like you would advocate for your kids for your friends for your family for your coworkers. like that's what the big fight is just like you can suffer your own consequences so can other people Yes. Yeah, I did a reading um recently. Was it through Patreon? I did a reading recently and basically what they said was like when you don't allow other people to be responsible for their own consequences, their own actions, like you're one taking their lessons away from them. You're two, making it harder on yourself. And then three, whenever you're in a place where you are going to have to rely on that person, they're not going to be caught up in where they need to be because they haven't experienced any of the lessons that they needed to. You took that on all on for them. Yeah, so just so annoying because then you're going to be irritated. Mm-hmm. Like, why aren't you showing growth? Why haven't you learned your lesson yet? It's like they can't mm-hmm. learn the lesson if you keep learning it for them. Mm-hmm. it's just like being a parent it's just like being a parent you can't do everything for your kids you have to teach them how to be independent like that's our job as parents and teachers because ultimately they have to be right they have to go off on their yeah. own and you want them to have those skills to be successful so you have to kind of go through the hard stuff to get them prepared for that Hell yeah, and like we're all human, so we're gonna die eventually. So if like I think about this too, I'm like, dude, what if I died today? Is Adrian gonna be able to make dinners? <laughs> now I can say yes, he will be able to do make dinners. But before, like, not really, and it's because I was doing it all the time, just because I was like, let me make it easier for you. Yeah. No, it's not easier for anybody. Ultimately, it's only easier in that moment exactly exactly okay back to our numbers okay so i actually did some research numerology numerologists believe that everything in life can be traced back to a number and that vibration it gives off funny in that manifestation episode we talked about how albert einstein was like the future of medicine is in vibrations so even numbers hold vibration each number oh shit my page just scrolled down each number has its own unique vibration giving it a specific purpose a lot of people credit pythagoras with founding numerology he founded the mathematical proportions and musical harmonies did you know that i had no idea i didn't know that either so Pythagoras is um, actually a philosopher. I think a lot of people forget that and they just look at him as a math- mathematician, but he's a philosopher and his philosophy is that every single thing can be broken down to- into numbers, everything. He says, all is number. So basically we can reduce everything to a number and everything is made up of numbers. Interesting. Yeah, and he was the first one to give numbers non-numerical traits. Really? Yeah, so like odd numbers are masculine, even numbers are feminine. And I know like within our community, community, like we're trying to get rid of masculine and feminine energies, but um, I'm honestly, I'm not there yet. I think that there's positives to everything. So, and we possess them both. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, number one is creative because of the, uh, oh, number one is creative because the addition of multiple ones can create any other number. So that's why when we see like 111, 11, make a wish, like we can create whatever we want to, as long as we have one. Oh, yeah two is duality it's very feminine three is male 
Um, five is marriage because it's the sum of two and and three. Get it? Because two is female and three is male. Oh. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And number five is also considered to be justice. Not necessarily the tarot card, because I don't think it's number five in the deck, but justice, because it falls exactly in the middle of numbers one through nine. That's crazy, right? Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, It's all so woven together. Yeah. And it makes sense. So when I see, I see five, 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 whenever I'm going through like big changes, like um, the other summer when my life blew up. I was seeing like five, 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 bats, brown, all things that symbolize change. So that's pretty cool too. Cause you're like in that um, precipice, like the right on the cusp of change. Yeah. It's so good to be aware of those things too, because it can help kind of calm your anxiety sometimes when you feel like your whole world is crumbling. Like it's just a transition. Yeah. I'm seeing these things that are telling me like, don't give up. You're in the metamorphosis right now. Yeah, that's why it's so important to journal. <laughs> <laughs> that's why it's so important to journal so that you can see the correlation. Have I journaled about any of this? No, I haven't. <laughs> but I do make a lot of mental notes. Okay. Um, number 10 is a sacred number because it's the sum of the first four digits and the holiness of this number led to a list of 10 fundamental opposites. You ready? I'm ready. These opposites are limited and unlimited, odd and even, one and many, right and left, masculine and feminine, Rest and motion, straight and crooked, light and darkness, good and evil, square and oblong. Interesting. Interesting, right? It's very, like, then it, it's just so interesting. It's got that duality. It's got literally everything from the first four numbers all kind of combined, which obviously, like, is the point. Oh yeah, I didn't even make that con- <laughs> I didn't even make the connection of of the first four numbers. Dang. Yeah, and that makes sense too because like when you're seeing angel numbers that are like 10, like um for a while I was seeing 1001 on the clock, 1001 or 1010. And to me it was very much a representation of the duality. And it's like, okay, but you have to go through this period so that you can get to this period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, so now let's talk about master numbers. So those are the single digit numbers, one through nine slash 10. And then we have master numbers, which are repeating digits that include all the attributes of two other numbers. So Jordan... Jordan, what's your life path number? Do you know? I don't. Okay, we're going to figure it out. Mine is 11. And so it contains the attributes of 1 and 2. Um, then there's 22, which is 2 and 4. 33, which is 3 and 6. And then 44, which is 4 and 8. Do that make sense? Yeah, no, it definitely does. Okay, and then I want to teach you how to find your life path number. Do you know how? No, I don't. Tell me. I'm so excited. Okay, so you can do this in a lot of different ways, actually. You can do it with your name, or you can do it with your birthday. I personally don't do it with my name because I feel like, oh, that's something else I need to talk about. I feel like we don't choose our name. Our parents choose our name. And I feel like our birthday is like more divinely chosen than our name is. I can definitely see that. So (laughs) I definitely do it by birthday. And what you do is you take, so October is the 10th month. How come my thing is not letting me write on here? Oh, because I had my clothes. Okay, so I have October. I'm going to tell you my birthday. You're welcome. 18th. 
And then I'm going to do my year. And I'm going to add that up. I just want a calculator so I don't have to do this in my head. Here, I can <laughs> math for you. Okay, okay, okay. Let me get my calculator up. Okay, so 10 plus 18 plus your birth year. Is it the whole birth year or just the last year? Yes. Okay, so that equals to 2018. Okay, so then you take 2018 and then you add 2 plus 0 plus 1 plus 8. Plus 8. That equals 2029. What? No, it should be equal 11. 2 plus 1 plus 8. Oh, I see what you're saying. 2 plus 1 plus 8. I thought you meant you added all those numbers to your original number. No, 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 no. No need. 2 plus 1 plus 8. Yes, 11. Okay, so then that means my life path number is 11. So we talked about it contains the attributes of 1 and 2. And then after that... um. Hang on just a second. Okay, I have it all pulled up, and I'm about to blow your motherfucking mind. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> woo woo. Okay, so you find your life path number, and then you can literally Google what the numerology means. So 11, it's creation, but it's also duality, because remember, it does, it, it contains the attribute, attributes of one and two. So all that shit. And then you go to your tarot deck in your major arcanas and you find the corresponding card with your life path number. So mine is 11, which means my card is justice, which is really cool because that's a Libra card. I was going to say it is. It's so nicely tied together. Yeah. And you know what's even more cool to me in my self-absorbedness is that like my sun moon mercury and venus are all and my ascendant my rising are all in libra holy moly you are libra out yeah i didn't even like i mean i knew what my birth chart looked like and i knew what my life path number was and my tarot card was but i guess i never just put two and two together that it's like literally all libra all the time I like that, though. I like that, like, that theme. Me too. One time when I first met my friend Jody, um, I was working at Hastings. Shout out Hastings. And I was, like, training, and she comes up to me, and I never met her before. I had just moved there, and she goes, you're a Libra, aren't you? <laughs> you're, like, way more than you could possibly know. Yes! But I didn't even realize that. I used to joke. I'm like, I just reek of Libra. That's all I do. I just smell of Libra all the time. <laughs> okay. That's why duality is so important to you. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It honestly makes a lot of sense. The Justice card, it's about being fair. It's about making the right choices. It's about letting things play out without like having to control everything, which is really hard for me. So, yeah, that's a justice card. Let's do yours. Okay, Jordan already found hers, but I'm going to tell you that her birthday is October 20th so that everybody can tell her happy birthday when it's time. Just her- two days after yours. Yeah, isn't that so crazy? It still blows my mind. And can I just say that I have met several people with birthdays close to ours and nobody is like as cool as you are at all. It's just meant to be. It's a puzzle piece, man. That's why it fits. Puzzle piece. The same but opposite. Okay, so her (laughs) her card is the emperor, which represents authority, establishment, structure, also a father figure, which is really cool because I feel like you're so connected to your dad like I know you're connected to your mom but I feel like the connection with your dad it's like different you know no I can agree with that for sure yeah so 
you kind of provide a stable environment for people around you. Oh man, I can attest to this because I really feel this way about you. You really create a safe and stable environment. You're really good at like being strategic and like really smart. You do your research. You don't ask for help a lot because you're like, yeah, I would rather just do it myself, (laughs) (laughs) which is a blessing and a curse um what else about the emperor i don't know you just kind of exude a fatherly love but like the best kind of fatherly love where they're in touch with their like their nurturing side i really like that me too okay and then let's see what your numerology of the number four and then we're going to pull a a name so on our podcast instagram we asked you to submit your name and birthday to pick one lucky listener to do their numerology life path for so we're gonna do that next oh my gosh i'm so excited earthly deeply rooted energy that's you you earth being like all your plants strength responsibility yes sturdy solid balanced from a square deal to a square meal (laughs) (laughs) that's what this says it says the idea that life is best approached with feet planted squarely on the ground speaks to the values of stability and reliability that are the vibrational signature of a four that's definitely where I feel the most comfortable very clean very organized but I think that part of your journey was learning how to move past like the rigidness and be more comfortable with like softening and curves and things like that I can definitely agree to that. It's definitely something I'm still even working on now. Like flexibility is hard for me. Yeah. Well, that's part of your life path. Who knew? Um, I definitely did. That's so interesting. It's good to kind of, it helps you like kind of understand your natural reactions a little bit better, you know? Yeah. That's what I was thinking too. When I was reading your stuff, I was like, oh, that makes so much sense. And it makes a lot of sense, like, why I um, I really want to hear your input, because I feel like what you have to say, it's so wise, it's so reliable, and it's so um, well-informed. It's, like, so trustworthy, you know? Ah, I really like that. I love you. Okay, I want to see what planet rules the emperor because i think it's mars i knew it was mars okay mars rules the emperor and i want to see what your um what your mars is what your sign is and then while i'm doing that we are gonna pull for the winners are we ready i'm so excited to have somebody else like hear about their life because it's so like eye-opening it's so fun I love it it is eye-opening okay account I gotta (laughs) okay so these are the people that entered our giveaway thank you so much for entering oh that's interesting we really appreciate your participation honestly I feel like it's what we're striving for the most right now is participation so really appreciate it here are the people entered Elaine, Sarah, um, Tanya, Anna, Katie, Celia, Marcy, Kyrus, and Celeste. And I'm sorry if I said anybody's name wrong. Uh, I hate that. I'm pretty sure I said somebody's name wrong. <gasps> Katie! Okay, Miss Katie. We're gonna oh, I'm pull so up excited. Here. Me too. Okay, let me pull it up. Yeah. Okay, Katie. Your birth date is incredible. What the heck? I don't want to give your birth year away, but 
11 11 that is the coolest i know and the year is also repeating digits that's just like uh, i don't know it's so significant i can't wait to hear about this it's gonna be so cool i know okay so your life path number is three what did we say was hold on let me pull this up oh yeah three was male but it's also collaboration life path three creative communicator Ooh, individuals with this number stand out for their charismatic nature and ability to confidently move through life their charm i love it i know and it's true i know her so i know it's true (laughs) their charm is unwavering attracting um it attracts attention and positivity wherever they go um life path three is meant to take center stage Mm. you love connecting with people communicating and creating things yeah the number three is very much about especially in tarot it's very much creation it's working together being in the community okay so now we're gonna go major arcana me not having it memorized third card also jordan your mars is ruled by gemini really yeah so i think it makes sense how much you go back and forth on like whether or not you oh my god bitch interesting um it makes sense that you go back and forth like whether or not you're doing the right thing because you're gemini you want to like make sure it's doing right by everybody not just yourself so annoying sometimes (laughs) yeah so you're the emperor and guess what katie's is tell me the empress (laughs) no way (laughs) yes Oh, I cannot wait to hear about this. Oh my god, that's a, that's I love this. Femininity, beauty, nature, nurturing, abundance. Basically, if you were to meet her in real life, I think she would really compliment you. Maybe we need to meet in real life. Maybe you need to re- She lives in New Jersey, I think, and guess what? She's a oh. teacher. No way. Yeah, I'm telling you. She's a teacher. I wonder if you guys have like a past life connection or something. Wouldn't that, that be so crazy? Interesting. Dang, I'm going to ask. Do you have a past life con- connection? Let me find out. Okay. I don't think you knew each other in like knew each other, but I think you've existed at the same time and in the same t- lifetime together interesting like parallel to each other yeah because i feel like and so this is going to go back into like what your life path means katie but i feel like you both have very similar life path agendas so it's about helping the community making sure that people have everything that they need they have the information that they need and but you are doing it in a way that's more like not by the book but like like logical you know what I mean I hear you I hear you yeah like you're very like educated like well and so and and so is she and well informed but like you deliver it differently she delivers it in a way that's like she's um I don't know how to say it like nurturing but different (laughs) uh i i think i get what you're saying i think i get what you're saying it's like this it's like that same but different energy yeah like i see i feel like she does her expression through like art a lot or like i don't know like really creative things and i think you do it from a way where people can like understand logically more so yeah it is it it is katie it's cool because y'all you guys compliment each other you're the emperor and she's the empress and she is like that's part of her life is trying to figure out how to nurture people like while being there for herself that's a tough one 
That's a tough one. But man, I feel like Katie, you're doing a really good job. We just talked about this though. Like you're well into your journey of figuring out what that looks like for you. You can expect some more surprises to come your way, especially with motherhood. There's going to be some things that like are going to throw you curveballs. Oh, there it is. It's going to throw you some curveballs, but like trust that you're able to figure it out. Trust in your creative process for working it out. Um, also, people with the life path number three are really connected to their sacral chakra, I'm seeing. So oranges, um, do the color orange, also the fruit oranges, um, painting, dancing, except for I see you doing your creative outlets more through like block building or um, tangible, like like manip like manipulatives. That's what they're called in school, right? Manipulatives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Doing more of those manipulatives are going to help you. Oh, okay. Are going to help you balance out your creative side with like the emperor stuff. So the strategy, strategic thinking, the going through the thought process, wholly um, breaking down big projects. That's something you're really good at. Jordan is like, you take a big project and you're like, okay, well this and this is what we need to do. And like, you're really good at directing people through those things. And that I think is so interesting. I never even thought about creativity through like manipulatives because like for my brain, like that is, is not like soothing or relaxing. But that's why I think some people like really enjoy like putting together Legos or building puzzles because it's like creative expression while utilizing those strategic skills. So that's so cool. Yeah, that I've never gotten that for anybody before either. We love this. Interesting. Katie, that's cool. That is cool. I love how you're like the mother and father figure of the tarot deck. That's just like the coolest thing. I don't know why I feel so, I don't know. I can feel that like comfortable connectivity. Katie, we need to like chat sometime. I think so. Okay, let's do another. Let's figure out our next meetup. And then I think she'll be there. And then you guys can talk more. Yes, I hope so. What if we do like a past life meetup? Would that oh, be that cool? Would be fun. That would be Ooh. so fun. Okay. We could do some past life readings. We can talk about like manifestation and how it relates to your past life. Because sometimes those blocks in our manifestations are from like unresolved characteristics or traumas or things that we are carrying over from life to life yeah that would be cool to incorporate and relevant I think I think so too okay so y'all keep your eyes peeled we're going to create that event and announce it to you um and we'll know the details shortly anything else you want to talk about does this feel pretty good we covered so much today yeah I agree it's a good time man jordan i never knew that your thing was the emperor me either it makes so much sense it makes so much sense i just think about like all the advice you give to people all the time and i think about like how my dad so my dad is a cancer and he's like he's very emotional but he doesn't necessarily like show that so when i'm asking for him for advice like he's giving me logical advice but it comes from an emotional and nurturing place and I feel like that's what you give which is really cool because it really makes sense with the emperor card dang okay thanks for like sharing all that with me that's so cool yeah oh so if you're seeing repeating numbers like 11 11 444 333 222 don't be afraid to google it I Google shit all the time. I just finished Googling just now (laughs) stuff about the number three. So don't be afraid to just type in angel number 333 and see what shows up. See what resonates for you. Also start, um, I don't know, start breaking it down. What does three mean in general? See how it's applying to your life. Yeah, for sure. 
Okay. Thank you guys for listening. We would love it if you would write, rate us, write, <laughs> rate us, like us, share us with your friends. You can do that through Spotify, Apple Podcast. Um, you can find us on Instagram at Tiantero Podcast, or you can find my personal page at Kate.the. Brave. I'm not used to saying dot instead of period. <laughs> Kate period <laughs> the period brave. Um, please join my Patreon. We're doing all kinds of readings and stuff. That's patreon.com slash Kate underscore the brave. And last but not least, visit Spotify. Get the best playlist that you can ask for for whatever mood you're looking for from Jordan. Um, we link her Spotify in the comments so it's easier to find it. But you can just search her name, Jordan Frazier. Some of her best playlists, her top playlists for me are, I'm going to say mine and then I want you to say your favorite ones. Oh, um, for sure. Study session, high tea, absolutely and the broadway one those are my favorites oh my gosh i love that that was my get in loser we're singing show tunes yes playlist. Uh, yes i love that one what are some of your I favorites also love that. uh right now i'm really hooked on apple cider which is my newest Ooh. fall playlist so i've it's been listening so to that silky. a ton i love it yeah i listened to it the other day so now that my kids are at school i have time to like be by myself and i listened to it while working the other day and it was so peaceful and relaxing yeah i really enjoy it it's a little bit i have another one on there called fall breeze and autumn leaves and i feel like that one's a little bit more like unwinding like super duper chill this one's a little bit more like it's still very chill still very relaxed but a bit more upbeat Ooh, okay i have to listen to that one did you create the one that's like playing music by the lerve or whatever yeah strolling by the sin yes yeah i love that one too i love french music i was gonna say how come we haven't pulled for your french past life yet i feel like we maybe did at one point no way i don't think so maybe not maybe we just talked about needing to do it maybe we'll do that on the next manifest that maybe okay well until then we'll see y'all later bye bye